it's me. And um, I'd like to welcome you all to a very special episode. Guess what? What? <laughs> We've been doing this for a year. Wow. Yeah, a whole Fancy. year. And so it's my one year anniversary of being a podcaster. Maybe I'll build you a cake or something. No cakes necessary. It's fine. <laughs> I will go buy a cheesecake later. Um, anyway, so I would like to welcome you all back to another thrilling episode of Black Cats in the Zodiac, where we will have you on the edge of your fucking seats. You can guess why, but you know, I did say we. So I'd like to welcome back my dearest co-host from his hiatus. I'm still here. Oh God, that's why you're here. That's exactly why you weren't here. <laughs> it's Ethan. <coughs> Um, he also has a podcast that he's been working very hard on. His mm-hmm. one year is coming up in June, in May. May, in May, in May, late May, I think. In um, just <laughs> a couple of weeks. <laughs> and uh, he like to he would love to tell you about it. It's called the Blurbs. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. basically learning useless mm-hmm. random bullshit podcast. You can speak it's louder. An acronym. It's a thing. Oh, perfect. It's um, um, it's informative. It's funny. It's political. It's <laughs> it's got dog burps in it. It's got dog burps in it. Um, um yeah, yeah. Indeed. Um, Rachel is the co-host of that show as well. I am. It's like a little trade cease. Indeed. The podcasts are fucking. Um, but also he does these little bonus blurbs. I do. And they're also informative. You can listen to the, the last one and you'll learn how to write a little ditty about Jack and Diane. Two American <laughs> well, kids I'm growing up in the heartland. I'm not teaching you how to write a John I mean, Mellencamp, John Cougar, John Cougar Mellencamp song. His little ditty. Instead, he taught you how to write a country song about his tractor losing his girlfriend and <laughs> something and else. Dog getting shot. Yep. You know, the cliche stuff. You didn't say tailgating, so... Uh, yeah, I'm going to do football. a more comprehensive one, uh, I think, uh, next week. <clears throat> so, so buckle next up your seatbelts and bring out your musical instrument of some sort. You bet. Of string variety, probably. Try violin or viola. Um. Anyway, one oh. second. We're having dog, dog difficulties. Did you We are back. All right. Sorry about that. Um, we were back. Um, so, dead airspace. Sorry, I was I was thinking there for a minute. Um, no whistling in the house is bad luck. What? It's bad luck. Yeah, I guess so. Was putting your cowboy hat on your bed? Yeah, actually. What else? Um, bad luck. Having an umbrella in the open in the house. I've done all those Walking things. Under, I'm sure you have. And I've done pretty well. I mean. For the most part. That's fair. Alrighty. Anyway, um, so <laughs> since this is the official anniversary of Black Cats and Zodiac podcast, um, I'd like to thank everyone for listening and all your support. Um, special shout out to my friend Bethany. You're a real one. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Love you. Um... And I would also like to say that there are going to be some changes coming, but I um, need to have the time and 
mental capacity to do them. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned. And I mean it this time, so. Oh, boy. I know. I think the co-host is getting fired. Why would you think that? Because I wasn't in the last two. I mean, I was busy. (laughs) I was busy, live out here. I couldn't, you know, I was tired. Um, I had a few projects, you know, I want to. I have projects because I'm trying to progress my actual personal storyline. Is the way I word it in my okay. own head? Um, sorry. Is Bigby only the one here that's on the mic? No, it just it had turned the other direction, oh. so you weren't talking into it anymore. Oh, perfect, so no one can hear me. Um, I can. Look at that spot. <laughs> that's just by changing the direction of the microphone. Just by changing the direction of the microphone. Um... One second, we're still having dog difficulties. You see, Bigby had her uterus taken out, mm-hmm. and I'm jealous. But she also has been being babied for the last couple weeks, and she refuses to stop. No, not so the one last second. Couple. All right, it hasn't been a couple of weeks. It's been since last Wednesday. Indeed. Okay. So anyway, um, thank you, people, for listening. I appreciate you. will get some things going um, officially by June. Yeah, by June. That, that's a good goal. Okay. A month and a half. Cool. Yeah, that's a good goal because there's a lot of things that should be settled by by then. Um, so, yeah, that works out for me. Um, excuse my rattly jacket there. Um, they call me Rattly Jacket Washington. Oh, God. <laughs> They're not supposed to know my name. Sorry, um, Jefferson. Jefferson. Anyway, today... We will be talking about astral projection and meditation. Asshole projection. Protection? Asshole protection. Shields up. I thought that you'd have more. (laughs) You're probably going to say astral projection many times. Well, sure. That's fair. All right. (laughs) Um, I'm going to be a little honest here. I thought of these topics because, like, I was sleeping a couple weeks ago. And I woke up in the middle of the night and it was like such an abrupt awakening because I was like dead sleep. And I went from being dead sleep to being wide awake. And I can kind of remember what I was dreaming about, but it is like very fragmented, you know, how that happens mm-hmm. yeah, when you're dreaming. Sure. Yeah. Um, but I had like felt like something was like coming back to me. It was like such a weird, hard thing to explain. But it was just like, like, okay, so... When I was in high school or middle school, I read this book once, and it was a book written in the, um, like as the as a ghost in the in the perspective of a ghost. Um, this ghost had lived many lives with people because like she was dead, so she just like fluttered around, and she liked to spend a lot of her time with artists, and so because of that, she knew how to be amused. So she would like just. Gently, like, give them ideas. Amused? Amuse. Okay. Amuse. I, I was debating like the on band. which one you said. Like the band. Okay. Muse. Muse. M-U-S-E. Muse. Gotcha. Yeah. Didn't they play, like, last night in Portland? I have no idea. I think they did. I only liked maybe two of their songs. Facebook wouldn't shut up about it. They're My like, Facebook. please buy tickets to this place. My Facebook it's was quiet. It's tomorrow. My Facebook was absolutely <coughs> silent. That's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do like a quiet Facebook. Less drama. Mm-hmm. Everyone's just 
being settled and I enjoy that. Although I do need to, I stumbled upon a really long post with the hundreds of comments from this girl and I do need to go and back and read that because <laughs> I'm interested. It looked like it was a saucy one. Yeah. Anyway, so I read this book about this ghost and she was just like, you know, being amused to people and that's kind of like how it felt when I, when I woke up. Like, you know, you kind of like lose like your sense of like inspiration sometimes. So you're a songwriter. Sure. Um, so it just felt like just my inspiration or my uh, my motivation for life just was coming back. It's kind of like when you fall, when you've got that seasonal depression, you fall asleep in your hot car and the sun's just hitting you mm-hmm. and you wake up and you're like, oh my God. <sighs> and you feel like you just like took a party drug. That's how sure. it felt when I woke up. Okay. Yeah. Wow. It was All right. It was crazy. I'm telling you. All right. Yeah. It was wild. And, um, I don't know. I just, since then, I've been feeling, like, a lot better. A lot of things, like, I know that a lot of things are, like, falling into place, slowly but surely. It's It's been an interesting time. But it had me thinking of, like, astral projection. Like, what if? Mm-hmm. What if my little baby soul was just around? Yeah. Just circling around, doing its own thing, and came back and was like, "Hey, I found your fucking inspiration." I've been talking to Rasputin. <laughs> oh my god! Stop! <laughs> That's terrifying. But then also, I was um last week. I think it was the episode last week on the Scared to Death podcast. They had a story featuring astral projection, and that was a little bit of a scarier story. Obviously, it's called Scared to Death for a reason mm-hmm. and they and although that, sometimes i feel like it should be called supernatural to death because it's not some of them aren't that like scary well like sure They're, some of them are just like weird fair but anyway it's not a knock on them because it's one of my favorite podcasts is it's it? just sometimes they're not scary is it it's one of your favorite kinda, podcasts yeah oh. i like listening to it oh i didn't know that you're like i'm gonna have to get a new podcast nonsense i'm not a gatekeeper on certain things no yeah i mean i honestly only listen it listen to it if you and keone are in the car that's what i feel yeah yeah it's not like i i save them up for when we're all three in the car because i feel like it's the one thing that all three of us can listen to listen to and not complain about meanwhile i wait until i the episode drops because I'm not a Patreon mm-hmm. fan of theirs. Right. I wait until Wednesday or Tuesday night midnight when the episode drops, and then I drive or drive to work on Wednesday listening to it. Yeah, for sure. Or I save it until like I'm coming down here. Yeah. And I can listen to the full episode. Mm-hmm. And then so I think it's funny when you when you put it on. I'm like, haha, I listened yep. to this already. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so that's kind of how I felt when I woke up. It was just really really sudden really kind of like huh. but since then i've i felt more confident i felt more myself and i don't know if that's because of that night but i've been feeling more confident in myself a lot lately that's good it's been super nice um well i don't know it's good, just she's a bad bitch i am a badass mm-hmm. no i was ta- having a conversation with myself <laughs> <laughs> not to sound too crazy but I was, I was having a conversation with myself like maybe a couple of weeks ago and i was like i have completed everything that i have set out to do yeah i am a badass mm-hmm. 
It's a good feeling to have. It's a great feeling to have because yeah. now I'm looking at life and I'm like, why didn't I try doing this? I'm going right. to go do this. Right. And so now I look at things and opportunities as things that I can do instead of things that I might be intimidated by. But a lot of like work isn't difficult. Like I'm doing work all the time. Why don't I work on things that I actually care about and want to do so that right. I can make me put me into a position that I want to be in. Right. And I think that's finally like the whole being 30 thing when you feel established. Mm-hmm. You actually have that sense of self, like sense of like, I can just fucking go do the shit. Right. Yeah. Cause there's no way in fuck I can be out here being like, Oh no, I'm poor. Oh no, I'm sad. I'm then I'm like, you know what? I'm tired of being poor and sad. And then literally there are things you can do about that. Well, but like literally I told you, I was like, Hey, I'm tired of being sad. So I'm going to go chase my happy. And within like two weeks, I got my whole car fixed and mm-hmm. I got a second job. Yep. So I need to calm down with the whole being dramatic about bad situations when like I can just go fucking fix it whenever I feel like it. Yeah. Yeah. You totally can. <laughs> goodness <laughs> i don't know it's a, probably a lot to do with my um uh what's it my affirmations that i've been doing all day yeah mm-hmm. but it's nice i don't know the more i get into the kind of subject matter that i've been getting into lately the more i have changed my perspective on a lot of things i think that's also a thing too um, because it's all, it's all connected. Yeah. And it's wild that it's all connected. It's all in the same region of the world also. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Something's happening here. We're we're being lied to. There's mm-hmm. a reason why there's a war in that region always. Always. Yeah. yeah. Since yeah. the beginning of fucking time. It yeah. It's like. fucking wild. Yep. Yeah. Um, anyway. <laughs> um, where am I? Hold on. Do, 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 you woke do, up. Do, do, you do, were. Do, 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 do. Um. Uh huh. Yeah. So I was wondering about astral projection. Um. So I decided to look into it, and then you know, uh, scared to death. Blah blah blah. So let me tell you a little bit about astral projection. It's when your soul leaves your body, right, and it's attached by like a golden cord. Uh. Yes. Yeah. Where did you learn that? Oh, Mastodon, who we're seeing tomorrow night, has a whole concept album about someone who, it's a, the story is, is that it's a paraplegic boy, Mm -hmm. like teenage boy, I think, that um, he's paraplegic, so the only way that he can really travel on his own is through astral projection, so he starts practicing it, and one day he goes a little bit too far, and his fucking cord gets cut, and he just floats off into the ether and meets Rasputin, hence the Rasputin reference oh. earlier. It's this whole thing, yeah. Oh, that's pretty deep. Yeah, it's a, it's not my favorite album of theirs, but it's widely regarded as their best. Okay. <clears throat> All right, okay. We're going to go see them tomorrow. Indeed, Yeah. Um, that's, that's the podcast. Just yep, kidding. there it is. That's, that's episode projection for you. <laughs> yep, we're done. Full protection. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Extra pair of underwear. <laughs> don't bend over. I don't know what else you can do. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. I'm, I am not going off. She just gave me uh, the 
You are uh, cut off. <laughs> I did not. Um, anyway, Astral. No, that was good because there is mentioned that when you are astral projecting and your cord is what connects you back to your body so you can astral project as far as your cord will allow so that you're able to get back home so to speak yeah so that's i didn't include that in my notes but so i'm happy that you mentioned it yeah yeah because that's really all i really know well it's an important concept yeah yeah just the terrifying idea of being detached from your body and yeah floating out well in space like and it's what the fuck you're gonna it's do. kind of mentioned in the um the insidious movies okay because that kid he astral projects sorry spoiler alert and he gets his um little bot little self trapped in the nether mm-hmm. where um these demons are keeping him away from his body so they are able they are trying to be able to jump into his body and have and become born again so to speak gotcha yeah it's one it's my it's my favorite horror movie series gotcha yeah okay i've never seen them i know and i didn't know that keone hadn't seen any fucking scary movies either well she's 12 i mean i saw (laughs) (laughs) i don't know There's also that part of my upbringing Mm -hmm. where, you know, my parents were, still are preachers. Mm -hmm. So, like, I didn't see anything like that until much later. So, I don't even realize what an appropriate age is for that. Oh, that's fair. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just remember being in the 90s, so I was under 10 years old. And my sister-in-law was trying to prevent me from watching The Sixth Sense. And I laughed at her. (laughs) (laughs) And I watched it anyway, and it was really good. Um, he hasn't made a movie that good since. Yeah, that's not true. That's not true. What, which one is as good as that one? Um, well... As good as. I'm not saying he hasn't made any bad, or that he hasn't made any good movies since, because he has. Right. I'm saying that that was his best movie. And it was Isn't that Cher Amalan? Yeah. You could say that The Village does a good run. Until sure. you get to the twist. Yeah, see, that's the problem. It He doesn't have any movies that are as good as The Sixth Sense. They're all decent. Uh, There's even some good ones in there, but I they're mean, not that good. I feel like that one just, you weren't expecting it. Sure. And then the twist at the end was like Bruce Willis is dead the whole time. Yeah. Which honestly makes fucking sense. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But you don't expect it because you're right. like, he's a real guy. He survived that one thing that happened. Mm-hmm. But no, he didn't. Yeah, uh, the problem Spoiler alert. The problem with his, his twists is that none of them were that good after that. Like, The Village. Because it's you... It's in modern times? Oh, what a twist. No, that, it sucked. That made me fucking mad. The, ap- the happening when you find out that it was just fucking plants being angry. That was dumb. Honestly, um, that was kind of realistic. Oh, uh, what was the... Oh, Signs. Oh, Signs was They're so good. to water! No, I love <laughs> okay. Signs. That uh, was signs so good. Signs is actually my that second so favorite good. of his films. It's like number two behind The Sixth Sense. But, but the whole water thing was like, really? It's, it's, what the fuck? It makes it an interesting concept because sure. like, why would you invade a planet that has 70% water? Why wouldn't you do your research before invading? Like, why are you... just a super emotional species that just reacts Why would they be super emotional? I don't know, because they didn't do enough research. That screams emotional reaction. Not necessarily, it just seems foolishness. Screams foolishness. Well, that's what I mean, though. Like... You don't have to be emotional to be fool. 
Uh, I think most of the time you do. Mm, you I can think just... most of the time when people do foolish things, it's in the moment without really thinking about things logically. That's still not an emotional response. Well, if it's not logic, then it's emotion, isn't it? Not you're necessarily. You're angry or you're sad and you just do something dumb really quick. No. Or you're like, you're feeling chauvinistic, so you decide that you're going to show off for this girl and then you get hit by a train because you're an idiot. Who did that? I don't know. That's just an example. No. Um... I feel like it was a very scientific approach. It was the fuck around, find out, and who's... Mm-hmm. It wasn't necessarily an invasion. It was more so like a probe. Gotcha. From a, for around the world, just to okay. see different kind of areas. I guess I was thinking more like War of the Worlds, which had that same kind of twist, but it was much more Angry. realistic to yeah. me, where they were invading, Yeah. but they got a fucking disease, mm-hmm. and that's what killed them. Yeah. Right? That was much more realistic to me. Also, the that whole craze about War of the Worlds when it first debuted on the radio. Did you hear ever hear that story? I want it. Where people were just tuning in and it was so realistic. Oh, yeah, yeah. That they, it spread this wide panic that people actually thought there was a fucking alien invasion. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of my favorite stories ever. That, that reminds me also of like the marketing. I'm going to say it's, it was marketing because it was would be terrifying if it wasn't marketing. Of all those clowns appearing when they were getting ready to like um, produce it. Oh God! I don't. I have not. I, I want to say that. it's marketing, but yeah, there were sure, like clowns probably. just appearing like everywhere, and people were fucking terrified. They're like, "There's killer clowns here or there," oh, and God. like it was like on YouTube all over. I, I would hear it in the Daily News mm-hmm. in Longview, and it was just huh. it was crazy. Interesting. And I was like, "This has got to be a marketing ploy," because <laughs> it's genius. Yeah. There's too many like random clowns out of nowhere. Or maybe it was just a bunch of. People John Wayne Gacy's. Well, it was a bunch of people that were inspired because it was coming out, and they're like, "I'm going to go scare people dressed as a clown." Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's yeah, because I don't think there's any, there's ever any like um, stories of people like getting murdered by clowns. It was just like I saw a killer clown, right? And it was like always in a darky kind of like alley or foresty kind of area, mm-hmm. or like you're walking a little at night. And right. Yeah. Well, in mass hysteria itself, it's is a, a thing. crazy thing. Yeah. Like, like uh, the whole satanic panic thing oh, yeah, that yeah. happened mm-hmm. in the you 70s could say 80s. That, yeah, yeah that but was nuts. You could also say that like the Salem witch trials were basically yeah, the same thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Fucking just mass hysteria. Yeah. Um, based just, off of nothing. There's this episode of House where he's on a plane, and this woman, or I think it's a woman, but it could be a passenger just a passenger uh, next to sitting next to starts to like having symptoms of some kind of like virus that no one knows about and he's trying to diagnose it but while he's trying to diagnose it on this plane another person falls sick and then another person falls sick mm-hmm. and then another person falls sick all like psychosomatic where they all yeah thought they were getting sick? exactly so like by the time he the plane lands because it's emergency landing at this point everyone's fucking sick mm-hmm. um he takes the person and he figures out what it is and it's like just like something basic like a common cold Mm -hmm. but everyone else has exasperated their um symptoms so bad that it looks like it's like the new covid and um (laughs) before they knew before they knew of covid and he's like you guys are all faking it and they're like what do you mean i'm dying and it's like Mm -hmm. no they have a cold you have nothing. Yeah. 
And then he's like, what do you mean? And then, like, slowly but surely, all the passengers, their sickness is just kind of relieved or relieves. Mm-hmm. And it's, they're, they're fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it was really funny. I miss house. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought that house looked like my dad. I can see it. If your dad was a crazy doctor who popped pain pills in order to live. Yeah. If he, if he was a little more gaunt in the face and British, yeah, that would be my dad. <laughs> Hugh Laurie. He's a great musician. Musician? Yeah. What do you think I said? Magician. <laughs> Could be. That would be fucking great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, what is it? Uh, Lori and Fry? Fry and Lori? That old show that he did with Stephen Fry? Because Stephen Fry is hilarious. Those two were, were fucking great together. Hugh Lori, fun fact. Remember the uh, Glenn Close 101 Dalmatians? Yeah. Hugh Laurie was one of her dipshit henchmen. Yeah, he was, wasn't he? (laughs) Yeah. I was watching that with Keone a few years ago, and I was like, what the fuck? That's House. (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing there? What are you doing there? You're better than this. What are you doing? He was working himself through med school. (laughs) Sure. Just a gig that he picked up. Sure. Mm -hmm. Um, Circling all the way back, much like a person's soul would be right. if they if are you, coming if, back to their body. So, astral projection is an intentional separation of your physical body from your spirit, if you will. Intentional because there are a lot of out-of-body experiences that people mm-hmm. can have, such as near-death experiences where they talk about hovering above their body mm-hmm. and um seeing themselves being worked on yeah um but intentional because your spirit like hold on um so your spirit forms like an astral body that is controlled with your consciousness so mm-hmm. your consciousness has to consciously separate from the body like the doctor strange shit yeah. it, basically that's what they do and when the they're doing the time figure. thing no not the time thing but when the ghostly figure comes out of i don't know dr strange when he first shows up to the place in tibet and the bald lady's like fuck you and oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly that yeah um <laughs> that's yeah exactly what happened <laughs> yeah and so but in this form it said that a person can travel millions of miles in seconds as well as travel like through multiple dimensions and planes mostly planes they don't talk too much about multiple dimensions. They're very within the spiritual plane mm-hmm. kind of a thing here. Yeah. For the most part. And it sounds crazy or far-fetched, but historically there have been many accounts of first-hand experiences, um, usually associated with dreams and, medi- and through meditation. Astral projection has been noted during like ancient Egyptian times and China. Like, um, in ancient China, there's a handbook called, um, The Secret of the Golden Flower that details different alchemaic and meditations that will help you astral project. Um, hmm. yeah. Secret of the Golden Flower sounds like the worst Indiana Jones movie ever. Uh, I have not watched any Indiana Jones movies. Three of them are good. Just leave it at that. All right. <laughs> kind of like Star Wars. <laughs> I've watched some Star Wars movies. Um, 
And the Amazonians even mentioned it and used it to communicate with their gods to ask for like a bountiful harvest or a name for a newborn baby. And then the Japanese and the Hindu, among some others, were also noted to mention um, astral projection. So it's not a new concept. It's not a made-up no, concept. Sure. It's been used before and prior and has historic references. Would it surprise you if, out of all the things we've talked about in the last year, this is one that I've actually tried to do? Really? I spent about three weeks every night trying to do this shit. Really? Yes. Why? <clears throat> I was I was probably 22, 23. Okay, why? It was right before... Um, in fact, I hadn't even met Keone's mom yet. I was just a young man trying to find himself, and I had been doing a lot of hallucinogenic drugs and thought, like, you know, that sounds like fun. It was right around that time that that Mastodon album came out, and I started mm. looking into it, and I'm like, that sounds like fun. If there's anything that's real out there, I'd, maybe this one, mm -hmm. it would be fun if it is real. I tried every day for like three weeks. Were you successful in the no. slightest? Why? No. What was your state of mind when you were trying? I was in a completely silent room, like noise canceling, mm -hmm. headphones around my ears, and had completely emptied my mind of everything and was just trying to go to space i guess but were you high <laughs> no oh so you were no. sober yeah no no alcohol or anything no at least not like in any extreme okay i wasn't like tatered well sure but i would think that you would have to be completely like completely i would think completely yeah sober yeah okay well failure on my part well, no. I like I don't recommend it. Obviously, <coughs> listeners, don't try this shit. Why? <laughs> because try it. Try to astral project. See what for happens. legal reasons, I'm not condoning it. Sure. You didn't. My name is Ted Bunsen. I live at 4237 Williams Street. No, he Northeast, doesn't. This is all lies. And I condone astral projection for legal purposes. No. Yeah. No. Yep. No, <laughs> this is why we're on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I was not here the last couple of weeks. It's much more productive when I'm not around. I think. Oh uh, no, is that more productive? <laughs> I don't know. It sounded more. <clears throat> I don't know. I was a little bit of an emo kid for a couple of them, sure. but I always have my moments. <laughs> I'm trying to be better. Trying to turn them into more humorous moments instead of like, oh, sucks. Like, hey, you know what? I could be eating shit. <laughs> or I could be one of those fucking kids on TikTok eating cat food for protein. <laughs> you know, there's other means to get protein out there. They've right? looked at them, at the other means to get protein, and they have found that cat food has the highest amount of protein. Even like out of, like protein shakes and shit. Even out of dog food. Like what the fuck are they? Why do they need that much protein? They're working out. They're one of those games. Just do fucking steroids. They don't want. They want to be natural. Oh my god, that's not natural. Okay, I guess it is. You're eating fucking cat food. Just eat pork like the rest of us. Dip shit. Protein's protein, pork, bro. Pork's a dirty meat. Protein is protein, Pork's, bro. Pork is a dirty meat. Shh. Why is it? Why? Because it's not kosher. No, I think that's what it, like pigs are are 
They feed everything to pigs. Yeah. No? You eat the fuck out of bacon. I love bacon. I'm not saying right. I don't eat I'm not saying I don't eat it. I didn't say that. Protein's protein, man. Just eat I did not say that I don't, don't eat pork. Have to eat cat food to get those gains. I mean they didn't have to eat Tide Pods either, but look at that. You're <laughs> so fucking dumb. You know what? Let them be, let them do what they want to sure. do. Yeah. yeah you know what? Right. It has no Let them Let them die. Let them just It's not your problem. Nope, it's not. It would hmm. decrease the surplus population. There's going to be a shortage of food coming up here. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Hmm. You hear about those cows? Oh, yeah. The cows? 18,000 cows that burned to death? You told me about that yesterday. Yeah. Well, I hadn't tell, told them, the oh, people okay. in the microphone, about this. Sorry, people in the microphone. Yeah, I don't remember where it was, uh, but a dairy or meat farm or something caught on fire and 18,000 cows died. I think it was in Texas or some shit. Anyway, uh, meat costs are probably going to rise for a little bit. That's 20% roughly of the meat produced in the United States in a single day was burned alive in a barn. I bet it smelled gross. It probably smelled fucking terrible. Mm-hmm. Which is funny considering how delicious barbecue smells. Well, barbecue's also seasoned. Well, it was seasoned with barn wood. That's not <laughs> the same thing. Fair. Um... Circling back. <clears throat> Astral projection has asshole protection. Oh my god. Asshole protection. You did say that. You said you jinxed me, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still <here>. Stop. <laughs> Stop. You're I really hate that. It's funny. It's creepy. Yeah. This is a creepy podcast. It's That's what it all started off as. Creepy no, it didn't. It started off as shit. It started off as me teaching you astrology. And spooky shit. That didn't come until like I was like, oh no, I'm out of astrology. I embraced the spooky shit. Did you? I advertise it on my podcast as spooky shit. Yeah. Well, here's some spooky shit. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> asshole protection, which is spooky shit. Yeah. If you think about it. I missed you. <laughs> I missed you too. I'm going to get some more squats. Okay. Um, so astral projection has also been notably used for expansion of the spirit and is seen as a form of ascension. Um, what I mean by that is that in religions like Hinduism, I want to say Buddhism also, but Buddhism? I, yeah, Buddhism. Buddhism. Thank you. Um, but I'm not certain about Buddhism. But I know that Hinduism has had a heavy influence of yoga, meaning that yoga is rooted in Hindu philosophies. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, which is another thing that I find funny. Um, maybe I'm just attracted to that kind of area. Maybe that's you what... You should go to India. Maybe. On a pilgrimage. I don't even know if the microphone picked that up. I think it might have. Maybe you should go to India on a pilgrimage. I mean, it's cheap. It's cheap. Yeah? Yeah. Um, maybe I should go to India. Do you want to go to yeah. India with me? Fuck. I want to go everywhere. No, that's true. <laughs> that's probably why you got, you were so attracted to Sagittarians. They, uh, just, they just be going places. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about me wanting to astral project. <laughs> no, that too. I literally want to go everywhere. <laughs> 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 Fuck France. I'm going to go to space. I'll tell you on Mars is. <laughs> Fuck you, Elon Musk. <laughs> Um, he's like, I don't even know you, man. <laughs> he's probably the king of astral projection. 
Mm-hmm. He's actually just been asleep forever, and everything we've seen is it's been his, his like been his astral body. That's I wouldn't put it past him. <laughs> um, but so astral projection has been used, um, or rather have been has been a tool used to prepare disciples to use. Um, wait one second. How did I write this? And I I wrote this sentence in the most ridiculous way. It's um, it's it's a part of a thought, but it's very like dumb how I wrote it. <laughs> the thought's dumb. The thought is a whole, but coming out of the thought, and going back into it, it's like what the fuck was I trying to say? Sure. Um. So meaning that yoga is rooted in Hindu philosophies. And, okay, that's why I wrote So, Hinduism, Hindus, have used astral projection or has have used astral projection as a way to prepare disciples to kind of develop their spiritual prowess in order to gain further connection. Mm-hmm. And that's taking apart that sentence. That's how I got to that gotcha. sentence. Goodness. Are you actually going to read the sentence for us? No. Or? No? Okay. Do you want? Okay. This no, is what I wrote. You don't have to. This is what I wrote. I'm sorry, people have used astral projection or rather have prepared disciples to use astral projection in order to kind of develop their spiritual prowess or connection further. Yeah. Okay. So. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, what I the fuck? I see why you tried to dissect it. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> My brain was ahead of me there. Sure. Um, you were all, you, but you were trying to do this pretty quickly too, huh? Well, yeah, but still, um, but that in turn helps the disciples or the students gain fuller control of their bodies and what i mean by that is that during conscious astral projection a person consciously separates itself or themselves from their body instead of accidentally separating as mentioned above or before prior um accidentally separating themselves which would be like an unconscious astral projection so when it's done on purpose the spirit is able to experiment and kind of get to know itself on a different level it's able to grow and gain better control of the consciousness so when it comes back to its body it has more knowledge of what it's capable of and is more comfortable and it's better able to control the body Hmm. if that makes sense when I was writing it, I was thinking about how scientists say that we use only like 10 to 17% of our brains, and there's a lot of gray matter, and they don't really know what the gray matter is for, what it right. does, what its function. And so that kind of helped me think of like maybe with this astral projection, when you consciously are able to master it, when you come back to your body, you remember that. And so when you're in your body, you may develop superpowers because you're and be able to activate that gray matter in your brain Hmm. okay does that make sense yeah totally Hmm. i'm not being sarcastic (laughs) okay because like i don't know when you think about x-men like they have superpowers Mm -hmm. and they're able to control and like flex it depending on how often they use it and so if you gain mastery of that control or that power Who's to say that that wouldn't unlock different categories, or not categories, but different connections in your brain that have laid dormant thus far, and you're able to do more and experience more. Right. Like. Yeah. 
It's, yeah, for sure. It's crazy to think that our brain has limited us so far as a species when I think that we as a species have limited ourselves. Sure. That's why I get yeah. so mad that we are on this planet and instead of like, you know, developing ourselves, we developed fucking credit and debt. Right. And a class <laughs> system and are angry at people because of the color of their skin. Right. Like we went the opposite direction. And I don't understand how that fucking happened. And who's to say, like, maybe Jesus was, like, if he was a real being, um, mm. he was a person who was awakened, meaning that he was could access all of, all of his brain and was able to, like, maybe that's his whole, he's risen thing. Maybe he was, quote unquote, dead or sure. unconscious. And he asked or projected and w- gave everyone visions. Mm-hmm. of himself and sure. was was knowledgeable and then he came back to his body and dipped out so you're telling me someone had achieved enlightenment to the point that the people that were in power were so scared that they fucking crucified him that mean that's what happens oh that happens you, a lot usually that sounds a lot like mlk without the crucifixion Without, the same kind of idea. Without the astral projection. Sure. But you know what I mean. Yeah. Politically speaking. Yeah, just enlightened beings. Like Tesla. Sure. Like Yeah, definitely Tesla. Because he was onto some, like, ley lines. The earth is electricity, basically. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> you know way too much. Right. Yeah. What's his name? Oh, God damn it. Uh, Black Panther leader. Michael, made, Malcolm X. No, they made a movie about him recently. Um, he, yeah, that's not It was not uh, Judas and the Black Messiah was the name of the movie. Fred Hampton. Yeah. What's his name? Yeah. And the government was very, very afraid of Fred Hampton. And the government went through a big process of eliminating Fred Hampton. The government went through a big process of eliminating black leaders as yeah, well. Indeed. Especially and everyone that didn't die, they went to Cuba or Europe. Sure. Uh, Nina Simone. Mm-hmm. Um, your dog. Mm-hmm. My dog is begging outside the door to get in. Yeah, so... Um, as if she couldn't lay down in the rest of the fucking house. She has to lay down in here. You okay? Um, She's been laying down in here since the day she was born. Exactly. Three years ago. Exactly. It's her little safe spot. I get mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So, um, so, but when it's done on purpose, it, like I said, it, astral projection allows the spirit to kind of expand and learn itself. So then, when it comes back to the body, it gains better control. Mm-hmm. Um. Astral projection has even been noted as an experience, possibly in the Bible, because the Bible's silly. But um, yeah. <laughs> that's putting it lightly. Well, yeah, but there are instances within the Bible that could be considered astral projection if you had wanted to make that leap. The examples were um, given as like Elijah. I didn't see in there. No, I don't know. Tell us about it. Elijah. I can't remember if it was Elijah or Elisha. There's two of them and their names are very similar. Okay. Uh, Supposedly, I think it was Elijah, never died. 
Oh yeah, yeah. He was like nine hundred something years old. Uh, no, that was some other person. But uh, he never. Jacob. He ascended to heaven without dying. Was what the story was. Oh. I think it was Elijah. They did not give us. No, that's not an example. Well, they need to get their story. Well, yeah, but I. Um... But I mean, that makes sense, right? From a. Mm -hmm. astrologically projectile perspective it does indeed um no the example that they kind of gave was like um paul in like 2 corinthians 12.1 to 4 and it just kind of describes that he was sent to and was able to view heaven and under and other things they couldn't really talk about because god was like hey don't talk about this but you're gonna see it and so he came back to himself and he's like oh dude that's some fucking cool shit but I can't talk about it. Mm -hmm. But, and they're also saying that because God had initiated the vision that he didn't really astral project. And it's the same thing for, um, what's his name? Uh, John. Because um, Jesus sent him visions of the book of Revelations that he ended up re writing. But he himself didn't actually leave his own body of his own free will, he was just kind of sent, like pushed right, into this realm where he could view these things to come back and write about it. So it's kind of, quote unquote, astral projection-y. Like you're saying the whole book of Revelation? Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I don't know, maybe that burning bush was really burning that day. I think of Brooklyn's uh, <laughs> magnet. Oh, shit, my weed. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. um, but no, actually, I did either, yeah, I think I watched something on the History Channel that that bush was actually used as a hallucinogen. Right. And so when it burned, they just hallucinated that they were talking about Jesus. Or talking to Jesus. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Or, or you mean M Moses, Moses was talking, was talking to, to God? Yeah, when, yeah. When the, yeah, of course. Yeah. So, like, The I thing is, is that these books were I originally written by very old people a very long time ago. Well, not... And has since been translated from language to language and then fucked up by the Brits. Not only um, that, but... I'm not even, like, trying to disprove the Bible or trying to study the Bible. But I'm just finding weird things and different offshoots of sorts that disprove and discredit things the Bible have said. Yeah, for sure. I am not necessarily trying to disprove the Bible either. I'm just saying that the parts that we know of were written a very long time ago have been translated for through different things and have been censored by a lot of people. Oh, absolutely. And so, like, when you talk about someone seeing the four horses of the fucking apocalypse and all that shit, like, who says that he wasn't fucking hallucinating? Right. And then when you <laughs> also kind of think about the times and how Just much up, fucking balls. mead people were drinking... Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, for They're sure. just... And uh, associated beverages like that. Yeah. yeah, like wine. And then I think recently they found um, <laughs> this ancient site where they found, like, what they are considering to be the first trace of a hallucinogen used wildly, widely in a camp, like thousands of years old. Huh. 
Yeah. Interesting. It's really, it's really fascinating. So I don't know. Drugs might not be bad. Um, I don't think they are. Yeah. There's a reason that the government doesn't want them to be legal. Well, sure. They're they're experimenting in mind control still, probably. Um, But just that just kind of makes the human experience such like more wild to me that it was never meant to be done sober. (laughs) Yeah, right. That's the the (laughs) lesson I'm kind of learning. This shit was never meant to be done sober. sober And maybe because it was done, some decisions were made and it's with a sober mind. That's how we got to credit. Maybe. Mm. Who knows? I really don't know how we end up here. Um, it's ridiculous to me, um, but it's, I don't know, it's whatever. It's, I can't change it. Um, well, I mean, let's say it was in ancient Greece and some guy was selling a fucking falafel sandwich <laughs> to a guy that he knew and he was like, I'm sorry, Greek guy, um, I can't make this or I can't pay for this sandwich. And the other Greek guys were like, I know you, Greek guy. You can have the sandwich and you can pay me back later. And then Greek guy's like, I could do this to everyone. That's fair. And but... then, if they don't pay me back in a certain amount of time, I can charge them even more. Well, sure. That's, for my falafel that's sandwiches. That's completely fair. That's completely fair. I am... That's just not the... Not necessarily the time frame that I'm thinking of. Sure. You know, just an example. Well, I, don't, I don't know exactly when it happened either, but it's really easy to, to think, to think like, yeah, where that happened in one instance, and then a bunch of greedy people were like, "Why didn't I fucking think of yeah, that?" Yeah, because like we we used to have a barter system. <laughs> we used to just trade back and forth, right? Like you're, you've got stuff, I've got stuff. You want my stuff, I want your stuff. We'll trade. Mm-hmm. No big deal. So I don't know where we've ran out of things to trade. Sure. And then we start giving money, value. Money became a thing instead of an actual substance that you can substance use. That you can use, yeah. That's where I, I mean, I'm sure it's been traced back to somewhere. I'm hoping it has. I want to dive into it. That's that's my that's my little wormhole. Yeah. I want to dive into. Sure. Um, because I don't understand where Holly were given this planet. It was like, huh? You're gonna fuck this shit up fast and hard. And it was then, honestly probably not so much to do with not having, like, running out of something. More so, it was created by someone who didn't have anything to offer to someone. So he made so it up. So he made it up. That's always been my theory behind it. was like some worthless piece of shit that couldn't contribute to society created this thing. And then he went on and made it such a facade that... Right. And then every other piece of shit that couldn't do it were also like, I've got this stuff too! I've got some rocks. <laughs> right. Or whatever. Or gold. This is a shiny know. stone. Right. Well, it's all based off of gold. It's always been based off of gold, pretty much. Well, jewels and rubies are right. a thing too. Right. But... Um. So it's interesting. It's very, very interesting. Um, 
Um, okay, that yeah. That was a tangent, huh? Yeah, it was. That was a good one, I think, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, to go circling all the way back. Again. Yeah, for the third time. <laughs> uh, scholars of the Bible have kind of deduced it to be like um, the astral projection as noted to be more of like an out-of-body experience, out of body experience rather than a conscious trip through the astral realm. Sorry. Another example or I, that I gave already. Um, sorry, I'm just reading. Um, so, but the article kind of goes, does go on to say that obviously the Bible shuns the practice of astral projection. Of course. Because it's seen as an act of sorcery. And the reasoning given is that astral projection is an attempt to control a natural force in a supernatural way, hmm. which is kind of like the process of alchemy. Let's hmm. take your na- natural things, your... Okay. One second. Controlling a natural thing mm-hmm. in a supernatural way? Yes. So let's translate that into... And controlling something, a natural thing in an unnatural way. Okay. Right? You better not have a drip system in your greenhouse, bro. What do you mean? You're controlling a natural well, thing the unnaturally. Bi- the Bible shuns science. <laughs> you know what I mean? The like, Bible shuns science. I mean, the, mm-hmm. that's the first thing I thought it was a fucking greenhouse. Right. And how you try to keep plants Ouch. green and producing all year. Right. In this controlled environment. Yeah, but the Bible doesn't do science either. <coughs> right. Right. So um, does that mean that the greenhouse out back that my folks have is bad and God well, is I mean, and they're going to go to hell? With the translations nowadays and how they're used with modern times and modern technology, because now technology is accepted by the Bible and most Christians. Of course it is. Um, let's just, let's then, just change the way. Then no, it. you're using it's your like, resources. You know. But it, at the time, I'll were the scientists of the day and sure. they're trying to figure out you know how to transform different metals into other metals right. they were creating the periodic table of elements and necromancy was like the worst of the worst necromancy is still the worst of the worst why are you playing with dead people because it's not real I don't know I mean well what do you mean <clears throat> necromancy yeah go ahead like summoning spells to bring the dead back to yeah life. that's still a don't do just across the board. Okay. I wasn't aware that it was possible, but sure. Oh, well, sure. I'm not sure if it's possible <laughs> either. But it's still, like, let the dead be dead. Sure. Of course. I agree. Let the dead be dead. Because it's nothing. Didn't stop Dr. Frankenstein. Didn't, but look what he did. He created a monster, didn't he? Poor little monster. Yeah. His fault. It wasn't his fault. Or a Frankenweenie. You never saw Frankenweenie? No. Oh, you'd love Frankenweenie. It's a guy that brings his poor old pet doggy back to life. That's sad. It's a Tim Bird movie. I thought you'd like it. That's very sad. I thought for sure you'd have seen it. No. Okay, fair enough. Anyway, circling back for a fourth time. Um, yeah, so anyway, there are guides on the internet that attempt to instruct people on how to astral project Ethan. Um, I don't... I, I'm not going to instruct you how to do it. I was not successful in three <laughs> weeks of work. 
<laughs> I don't recommend following any of them because you never know what you might find out there. Or fuck around and find out. You know, I'm not recommending anything. Um, but I bet you're wondering about how this ties into meditation. It's pretty much the same thing. In a way. Only you're diving even deeper. Yes, exactly. So, meditation is the practice that uses that uses mindfulness or a focusing of your attention on a particular object, thought, or activity. The practice is to help clear the mind and in turn that helps reduce stress and anxiety. That's kind of how it's being used in a more modern sense today. Right. Yeah. Instead of taking medications, people are like, I'm just going to zone out for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Man, that, this is bringing back all kinds of memories to that time when I lived in Eugene. Because I was practicing like meditation, but it was more like a workout kind of meditation where I, it was called, I think he called it Qigong. I can't remember. That's what he called it. But it's where you hold different poses. Not quite like yoga. It's not like you're stretching. You're just keeping your body like in a straight line and holding different things in different positions long enough that you're starting to like shake, but you're keeping your mind clear the Mm -hmm. whole time. I was in fucking great shape and I never like did any running or anything. All I did was like this weird fucking qigong shit. And uh, during all that meditation... I was like, if I took this just a step further, I could go into space. (laughs) (laughs) I am learning so much about you. That's the only time I ever played around in the supernatural. And I'm like, what a fucking weirdo. I'm like, I'm so happy I met him. (laughs) What the fuck? It, no, it fits. It fits so much, and, and it's it's funny how well it fits. Yeah, yeah. Because I I remember when like as a kid, I I remember seeing this thing where this I think it was in the news. This boy was in a meditative trance for like weeks, and they were checking on him, and he was still very healthy, still alive still breathing like normal his heart rate was great um and i was like how do you do that and then i learned that people were meditating so heavy that they could levitate mm-hmm. and i was like oh my god i'm gonna learn how to do that so i used to like try to like sit out in like random fields um and try to like meditate to the point of levitation i swear i almost did it once yeah i swear um and then i started also noticing that if you lay still on the ground for long enough and you're still enough you can feel the earth kind of rotate right have you ever done one of those like submersion chamber things? no i want to though Corey did it yeah you're talking about having him be a oh, guest yeah 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 Shut, fucking talk to him about that. He's done it. All right. Send me a text. I remember. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm saying ask him about it because he's actually fucking done it. Yeah. Fucking he Aaron Rodgered that shit. <laughs> Did he see the hat man? <laughs> I don't know if he saw the hat man. Probably but. not. Some people used to tell you. Um. Anyway. But uh, the practice is to help clear the mind, and in turn, that helps reduce stress and anxiety. In religious practices, though, it helps draw the person closer to source. 
which is whatever higher power that people believe in, mm-hmm. but on, like on a spiritual your level, or whatever, your cheese, your energy. Yeah, sure. So I it's guess it could. Trick, yeah. um, but however, if you take it further, like we're talking about, and go into a meditative trance like state, mm-hmm. that's possible. That could be reached. Somewhere between meditation mm-hmm. and a seizure. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a seizure is an overwhelming of. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to get that far. Because you're. Not that's the opposite of clearing your head. Uh huh. That's what I'm saying. You don't want to go that far. That's anxiety. Yeah, you don't want to go that far. It's not. That's the opposite of what we're trying to do when you're. I know. That's why I'm saying that you don't want to go that far. All right. Um. But during that trance state, um, it could it could be used by like spiritual leaders or people, like shamans who are following these kinds of uh, religions that teach you how to be meditators meditators how to meditate properly and become a master a meditator um and connect to the higher state within <laughs> and so astral projection through meditation is a common practice with these different religions that you know are able to instruct properly how to do it because the tradition's been passed down through generation yeah and not just some guy in a fucking room in Eugene trying this for the first time without anyone telling him how to do it. I mean, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like you could have done it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. Oh, if yeah. I would have gone for day 22, I would have done it, man. One more day. <laughs> One more day. Um, or, you know, if you did, like, completely sober. Sure. Just maybe. empty your body so it's, it's pure in a pure form. So I was drinking a lot of kombucha, too. That's got... It's it's stuff used it. for detox, dearest. I mean, whatever. I, I, I'm not a professional. <laughs> All I know. I? I was a fucking 22 year old kid. What was I doing at 20? Trying oh, to figure out my I way know, in I was the doing world. 22. So I thought astral projection might be fun. At least you're thinking about your way in the world. Sure. It's like, well, if I don't come back, it's fine. What else am I doing? <laughs> you're wild. <laughs> yeah. I was back then, You're yeah. Fucking wild. Sure. Like, what's the, I don't know. What's the I worst that can happen? What's the best that <laughs> can happen? What's the best that can happen? <laughs> You're right, sorry. <laughs> <clears throat> the worst is schizophrenia. Uh-huh. <laughs> the best is that I go to space and come back. And tell your friends. Yep. And, teach, you could have... and then they don't believe me and they put me in a psych ward so it looks like I'm schizophrenic. Which gives you, <laughs> which gives you more time to practice. <laughs> Am I right? Sure. Not not necessarily about that. <laughs> sure. Just the medication in your system. Worst close. case scenario, I am schizophrenic. Best case scenario, all my friends think I'm schizophrenic. With Either way, you're going to a psych moment. ward. Either way. Um, but, uh, yeah, so astral projection through meditation is a common practice. There have been numerous teachings through history. Notably, there's a guy named Edgar Case. And he is of the United States, and he had been known as the Sleeping Prophet and practiced in Washington, D.C. for many Casey? years. Maybe. I like Case better. I feel like I've heard Casey. Sure. I didn't call him Casey, though. Sure. I just called him by his first name. Sure. Edgar was a Christian. Edgar Ed Casey. Edgar was a Christian, which is funny, um, considering. But he was also a clairvoyant. Hmm. Yeah, meaning that he could see things, you know, that are of sure. not of this world, usually. 
um, which may have helped his astral projective like trances. He claimed that he would communicate with his higher self and would be given information that he would relate to like a person on the outside, like while he's in the trance, um, that would record what he was saying while he's in that state. Edgar was said to have never actually heard any of his readings or recordings until long after they had been recorded. So he was surprised at the things that he was actually saying, and that made him want to dive deeper into the superna- learning about supernatural stuff and his abilities. Which is kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because that, that is a curious mind mm-hmm. at that he point. He also could have been a great actor. He could have been, yeah. Yeah. But that is that is the times, you know. Yeah, right. Um, when was this? Uh, 1930s, I want to say. Okay, so people were still... I mean, <laughs> no, let's not get it wrong. People are still... Wow. They are listening to us. Of course they are. Um, 1945. Oh, wait, oh that's no. when he died. Okay, yeah, so... The official website of the nonprofit founded by Edgar Casey was in 1931. Um, yeah, so he's lived <clears throat> a life. He was born in 19 or sorry, or 1877. 1877. So he's that's a Capricorn. Right around, that's Go when, back up. That's when he's all. He's a late. Oh, wait, no, he's not. No, he's not. He's no, a Pisces, which no, makes not. sense. Yes, that's an Aries. That's an Aries. No, it's just, not. That's Pisces. March 18th. That's Pisces. No. Look it up. Okay. Oh, barely. I know. Fucking barely. Yeah. <laughs> I was right. I know my dates. But yeah, there that's like right around that time where like the fasting craze was happening. Yeah. And like people doing séances and all that shit. Like people were being duped into believing a lot of shit or maybe maybe people were actually achieving shit through another state that people didn't understand if you I want to look find at it like fascinating. That. Because during that time period, it's like the South is going through Reconstruction and lynching all these black people. And sure. the North is like, hey, do you want a Ouija board? <laughs> Talk to your dead auntie. My great aunt Gertrude, is that you? Yep. Yes, it is. Don't trust them if they're wet. <laughs> so it's it's a very interesting time, you know? Um, because that's where in a lot of the occultish kind of things were happening, like you mm-hmm. stated. Um, so I wonder what caused all that curiosity, mm-hmm. really. Um, the, uh, the awakening, it was like a spiritual awakening. Yeah, 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 you're right. Um, yeah, like, remember, I think it was in another episode. Like, when we were talking about seances back in the oh, episode, yeah, yeah. whatever. Oh, my gosh. That's um, so long ago. The clash between Harry Houdini and uh, Sherlock Holmes guy. We literally have a microphone on his book. Uh, Arthur Conan Doyle. Uh, Conan Doyle was a big believer in the spiritual, like... Supernatural stuff. And Houdini's like, these guys are fucking deceiving you, you dumb fuck. And then he was, like, doing all the tricks. And he did it all... Yeah, Houdini did it all himself. Yeah. This is what they're doing to you, dumb fuck. (laughs) And they ended up, because they were good friends at one point, they ended up, like, not not being 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 friends anymore over this shit. Because Houdini called Conan Doyle an idiot, basically. (laughs) Which he was. 
That's, that's really interesting. It's interesting to me that someone who creates an entire character like Sherlock Holmes based off of nothing but logic was such an illogical fucking moron at times. I mean, that's most people. I guess. That's that's a lot of people. Like, um, people can be geniuses, but then be extremely racist. Sure. So, it's just, I don't know. Um, but as I was reading about one of the um, Casey's, if you want, Edgar, Edgar's Ed, readings. Ed um, C. He went somewhere in his head, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. And he describes Atlantis. Hmm. And he does this a few times. But he also... No one can refute it because no one's ever been there. Right. But it's been written (laughs) about, so it's interesting. Um, But he also goes into, like... This could sound racist. But he describes, like, five races, which he gives by color. And he describes how they were created separately, meaning that they they all had their own areas of the world, but they were also created at the same time. Gotcha. Yeah. But then he also describes them as, like, red people, yellow people, white people, black people, and brown people. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, hmm, which is all right. people still describe people to this day. Indeed. Um, which isn't great, but I don't know. Uh, but the people that were of the color red were the people of Atlantis. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I couldn't figure out how to say it nicely. I'm sorry, I just... Red and yellow, black and white, they are precious in his sight. The fucking Jesus loves oh. the little children of the world. Oh, okay. <laughs> you throw brown in there. Okay, I didn't know that, that was a thing. like, oh, God. <laughs> it's okay. A fucking little anyway, nursery rhyme. He says that the people of Atlantis were, um, they, they developed quickly. Which could mean that they had, like, spawned more of themselves quickly. But I take it as they had techno- technological advances. Mm-hmm. And they advanced at a quicker pace than the others did. Okay. Um, because due to the lore of Atlantis, there is said that Atlantis was a place of great technological advances. Right. And they had, like, spaceships or UFOs, really. Like, I, I um, mean, I've, force I've fields. Heard, I've heard theories that it was the hub of where, like... Like the Mecca, like yeah. Like, where, you know, pyramids and all that shit and all that previous technology mm-hmm. that was like the central location and when it collapsed all that technology and knowledge went away yeah right yeah that's what i've heard as well um and that um another one of his beliefs were that there are these beings that he calls soul entities and they would visit the earth and do intermingling with animals and they produced giants and I found hmm. that to be interesting because... Um, and then they're like, we should make them play basketball. No. Um, no, I found that to be interesting because um, when I went over the a couple, a few um, episodes prior, I talked about the Anunnaki and mm-hmm. how they are said to be like fallen angels that began producing with humans and that created giants. Uh-huh. So it's weird the connection. And so mm-hmm. someone's creating giants. Someone's out there. creating giants, yeah. Right. Um, but then someone's also sunk Atlantis for whatever right. reason. Right. Um, but and he wrote a book which includes like a lot of his that, findings. That could have just been another one-off. Well, or? it could have been part of a 
shift, like, while the continents were moving, or, like, uh, what we're experiencing now with climate change. Like, right. It's, obviously, this isn't the first time that this has happened. No. You know, like, Yosemite, for instance, where I grew up, that entire valley used to be a fucking glacier at one point. Right, right. So let's just say all that shit melts. Yeah. Sea levels rise. Atlantis is fucking gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not wrong. You know I just mean? would have thought that with the advanced technology, they would have foreseen that and had... Yeah, you could say the same shit about what we're going through right now. That's true, because we literally are foreseeing it, and we just right, did nothing about not, it. still not doing anything Because of it. greed. Because of hubris. Yeah, you bet. Um, but, no, I found it interesting, and I wondered, since he was... Of there was that, probably some super rich guy walking around named Elanio Musco or something. Something fancy. Um, I mean, go to space. Or, <laughs> or some poor guy just making shit up. Um, mm-hmm. But no, I found. I would it, have loved to have heard a podcast from Atlantis. Would it be in a language you could listen to? Probably not. Yeah, but I would love it. Um, but I found that like what uh, Edgar was saying interesting, considering all the information that was of the times about different supernatural things and spirituality Mm -hmm. and if he had just like piggybacked on something that he learned or was he actually seeing these things yeah but yeah it was a very interesting concept and how it all kind of strung together yeah and how these things continue to string together because like sure it goes through the zodiac signs it goes through the chakras it goes to yoga and meditation is a practice, and now astral projection. I'm just in this weird little thing. I don't know. I don't know. Try it. No. Why not? Because I... I'll try it. No. I'll try it again. Fuck it. I mean, don't. I'm going to try it again. No, because, like, um, if you want to, I don't know. I can't tell you what to do. I know you can. I think I'm going to try astral projecting again. Sounds like fun. Sounds like a great time. Just be sober. Sure. Cleanse your body out. Yeah. Give yeah. it a good, like, four or five days. Being sober. I feel like I was dating this one boy, and he taught himself how to um, be cognizant in his dreams. Yeah. Yeah, you can totally do that. That was another part of my astral projection practice. Practice. Yeah. Is that if I was dreaming, like... And even, like, in, when I woke up, I would say to myself, am I awake or am I dreaming? And I would come to the realization that I was fucking awake. But I, you know, I kept doing that every day. Yeah, and you, then, like, every you time I was, to... like, in a situation, like, am I awake or am I dreaming? And it was all part of this practice. Mm-hmm. Um, he was practicing lucid dreaming, which helped mm-hmm. him gain more control in his dreams. Because he kept having... The same dream about an ex, and he was trying to be over her, but he couldn't be over her if he kept dreaming about her. So he he taught himself how to lucid dream so that he could take control of himself in the dream and tell her to fuck off, basically. Yeah, for sure. It's like, I get it. But, what are you doing here? So, I don't know, it just makes it... Stacy. It makes it interesting. And, like, there's more to the world than just whatever we've been taught sure yeah potentially there could be potentially yeah that would be great because this world is fucking hell right now i mean it's only it's it could get better you know but i don't know 
That's that's my episode. That's another thrilling episode of Black Cats and the Zodiac. I was thrilled the whole time. I was too. It was nice to be back. It was nice to be back. It was nice to have a co-host <laughs> to have some banter with because we've had some good talks. The episode length jumped from like 35 minutes to 75 minutes. Check you out. Oh, I wonder why. <laughs> because I don't shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, we had good talks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I hope everyone is out having a good time. Um, the weather is changing up here in the northern hemisphere. Right? Sure. I mean, yeah, yeah, we're in the northern hemisphere. For um, sure. for the most part, over here at least. And so I hope everyone is taking their vitamins, moving their bodies, getting that good old serotonin, not chasing temporary dopamine highs, because they are always temporary. But I don't know, having a good time. The grass is green sometimes. Um, <laughs> if you live in a area where that grows grass. Not the fucking desert. Um, Mm -hmm. But anyway, yeah. Take care of yourselves out there. Thank you for listening and thank you for getting us to a year of podcasting. You bet. I'm still here. He's still here. (laughs) I don't seem very excited about that. Uh, I mean, like, it's such a weird thing to say. Like, whenever you say it, it's like, I imagine, like, I'm I'm going to, like, a store Mm -hmm. and... I uh, I leave and then I come back and you're like oh I'm still here, like you're supposed <laughs> like you're a guest and you're supposed to leave. <laughs> I'm still here. No. Nope. And but you didn't and nope. I'm like. <laughs> I can't even remember how that started. It was. I'm we, still here thing. I oh, I had walked off. I had stormed off and said something. Oh, I was letting the cat out or something. Yeah, yeah. Was at your old apartment. Yeah. yeah. And um, then you're like I'm still here and then you um, came I back creepily. Yeah. yeah. I'm 